I'm Damian Volwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, Californians don't need anything else to worry about besides earthquakes, wildfires, and floods. But now comes the news that some insurance companies have decided to cut back on protecting us from these disasters. Late last month, California's largest property and casualty insurer, State Farm, stopped writing new homeowners policies. The company blamed rising costs and its inability under California regulations to quickly raise prices to cover those costs. The Chronicle then discovered that Allstate, the state's fourth largest insurer, had quietly paused underwriting new policies last year. While there are scores of other insurers in the state, these developments have caused alarm. So, what does this mean for you? Can you still insure your home, and at what price? And how much of these maneuvers by insurance companies is an effort to boost rates and weaken California oversight? Chronicle reporter Claire Howe has been covering the story and joins us now on Fifth and Mission. Claire, let's start with this. Why did State Farm announce it would no longer offer homeowners insurance across the state? They cited a couple of reasons. They talked about historic increases in construction costs and inflation, quote unquote, rapidly growing catastrophe exposure, which is basically saying that they're taking on a lot of customers in high risk areas and also a challenging reinsurance market. So reinsurance is basically like insurance for insurers. They've also mentioned a little bit about wildfire in their statement. While they didn't say that directly, as that's the reason they made that decision, as part of their statement, they said that they recognized California's efforts for wildfire loss mitigation, which seems to imply that at least in part wildfire is a big reason that they decided to stop offering new policies. And what about existing customers? So existing customers aren't affected at all. Existing customers are still covered under State Farm. And so that is one big misconception that people should be clear on. That means they'll still be operating in the state and, you know, still subject to state regulation. So, for example, if they want to raise rates on existing customers, they still have to go through, you know, the entire California process and regulations to do it. They're just not taking on new customers. And also, for example, auto insurance isn't affected. This is just homeowners insurance. Yeah, you mentioned the process. I mean, I think that's important to say, right? There is a whole regulatory scheme around the ability to charge certain rates. Yeah, and I mean, the California regulatory process to raise rates is something that insurers take issue with. They say that it takes a long time. And, you know, for any rate increase that they want to do, they have to submit it for approval and review for the California regulators to see if it's justified or not. So let's take a step back. State Farm's market share, as you report, has been rising in California. They're obviously very familiar to people. The percentage of customers they have across the state is now over 20%, even with this pause. What does it mean to the insurance market to lose such a big player and who's left? You know, something consumer advocates have been saying and emphasizing is that there's still over 100 companies offering insurance in California. So it's not like there are no options left. And, you know, they had about 20% of the market, which still means 80% of the market is covered by other people. But still, I mean, State Farm is obviously the largest player in California. They've been growing, actually, since 2017, after the 2017 and 2018 wildfires. Some insurance companies stopped renewing customers in those high-risk wildfire areas whereas State Farm didn't, and their market share has grown from 17.6% to 21.2% since 2017 because they covered 
customers in areas where other companies wouldn't. For example, I was talking to realtors today in the Santa Cruz Mountains area, and they've been saying that State Farm is the only company that was covering homes, including fire insurance, which is something that other companies weren't willing to do anymore. So, you know, this decision by State Farm would, I think, have disproportionate impacts for people who don't live in high-risk fire areas. There's still over 100 insurers to choose from. It'll likely be okay. For people who are in high-fire-risk areas, though, not having State Farm as an option might be a pretty big blow and might make it harder in general to find affordable insurance. But again, high risk of wildfires on one side, high building costs as as people are confronted with on the other, and an inability to just raise rates willy-nilly to deal with those. It seems like a confluence of factors. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that is what insurance companies and insurance associations are saying is that they aren't able to charge a price that adequately covers the risk that they're taking on. For example, as State Farm's market share has grown in California, as they've been taking on more risk, they need more capital to be able to cover that. And so where they go to find more capital is reinsurance. But reinsurance costs have been rising, especially as the reinsurance industry starts to reassess wildfire. They used to see wildfire as what they call the secondary risk and earthquakes in California as the primary risk. In the last couple of years, reinsurance has started to reassess that, and now wildfire is also a primary risk, which means that wildfire reinsurance is more expensive. And so insurance companies say at least that if reinsurance is more expensive, they should be able to pass on reinsurance costs to their customers, but the California Department of Insurance doesn't allow them to do that which then they say makes it harder for them, you know, to take on new customers. All right. I want to ask you more about this tension between the companies, the state, advocates for consumers. But first, let's take a quick break on Fifth and Mission. We'll be right back. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bolwa, joined by Chronicle reporter Claire Howe. We're talking about State Farm ceasing to offer homeowners policies, new ones in California, and also Allstate doing the same. Claire, you've been talking to consumer advocates who are skeptical of what is going on here. What are they saying? So consumer advocates are saying that insurance companies pausing new coverage or pulling back in general, they might not be pausing new business all across the state, the way that all state and state farm are doing, but they might, you know, be non-renewing certain areas. They say that this is all a ploy to put pressure on the insurance commissioner to soften regulations, to make it easier to get rate increases approved. And one thing I do want to know is that this is certainly not the first time that either state farm or all state has stopped new business in California. All state, especially stop new business from 2007 to 2016 after the commissioner questioned a rate increase. Consumer advocates are skeptical that this is really anything other than insurance companies trying to get attention and also ultimately raise rates. I mean, insurance companies don't disagree with the fact that they want rates to increase, but they say that the reasons 
they need rate increases are justified. So on a consumer level, Claire, what should people be thinking? People that either need or are going to need or making decisions that where they might need insurance? How worried should they be? And what options do they have? Again, I think, you know, for people who aren't in high-risk fire areas, there are still over 100 options available, and it might be a little bit harder to find insurance, and prices might be higher as well. But then in places like the Santa Cruz Mountains, where fire risk is higher, it seems like a lot of realtors are thinking that Californians there would have to go to the FAIR plan, which is a plan offered by the state. The state calls it the insurer of last resort. It's only meant to be a temporary safety net for people to be on until they can find coverage again from, you know, one of these other insurance companies. It's usually a lot higher in cost because they're drawing from a less quote unquote healthy pool, which means higher prices. But increasingly in the Santa Cruz mountains, I've heard the fair plan is becoming a more permanent option for people. And, you know, it it seems like the concern is that with State Farm's move, State Farm being the dominant insurer there that has been offering full coverage, including fire coverage, that fair plan is going to be something that more and more people are shifting to. How do insurance companies view the fair plan and its emergence in the state? As a requirement of doing business in the state, insurance companies are required to sort of be a backstop to the fair plan. So if the fair plan runs out of money, then insurance companies have to compensate those losses proportional to their market share. So that's why also it's a possibility that insurance companies are trying to reduce their market share in California. For example, State Farm might be thinking, oh, we keep gaining all these customers that other insurance companies don't want and gaining in market share. Now we need to not gain so much market share because of this. If more people keep going to the fair plan and the fair plan has losses, then they're going to have to be paying a greater share. And the money that insurance companies pay to compensate for the losses of the fair plan, they don't get back in any way. So just in general, I don't think insurance companies love the fair plan. It's interesting, though, because, you know, with these companies pulling out, that also might send more people to the fair plan. So and Claire, could this affect the housing market in general? We're, We're having a housing crisis. People are very attuned to prices. Could it affect people's decisions Whether to move, whether to buy a house, could it affect housing prices? It could, potentially. You know, with higher insurance premiums, that could make it harder for first-time home buyers or people who are pre-approved that didn't expect this expense to not be able to buy a home or to not be able to buy the home that they want to buy. In terms of housing prices and housing sales, at least in the Santa Cruz Mountains and Santa Rosa regions, which is mainly the two areas I've been talking to realtors, people don't really think that prices will go down all that much, only because there's still such high demand for housing and still such low supply. Potentially, if supply increases, maybe housing prices could go down, or like there could be less offers on each house. But it seems like the consensus is that prices are still going to stay high. Nothing will drive down California housing prices. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, my my dreams of owning a home in California are still far, far beyond me. Claire Howe, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks to my guest today. She's Chronicle reporter Claire Howe. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode. And thank you for listening. <laughs> 